Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Kiss and Dynamite. Kiss and Dynamite is a heavy metal band from Germany. They have released their first album in four years, called Not the End of the Road. This album proves that indeed, that they are far from it. And here's my interview with Kiss and Dynamite. Jim, how you doing? Hey, Robert. Nice to hear you. All fine. Thanks a lot. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> and congratulations on the album, Not the End of the Line. It's a great one. Thank you. Come thank on. you so much. <laughs> How was the recording process for you this time around? Well, it was um, actually not that different than before because um, we're used to split up in studio anyway so uh, as I'm working uh, in a studio I record my guitars on my own Hannes is doing uh, his voices on his own so that wasn't actually um, something completely different but what was really special about this one was for for sure um, getting motivation and inspiration because, you know, normally you're on tour, you have a lot of concerts and everything and you just have a lot of influences. And this time it was more about, yeah, getting uh, the memory back of the feeling how it should be. And, uh, you know, it's dark times for musicians for sure. And uh, not just for musicians, but I mean for musicians uh, in especially. And um, it was really hard for me to get motivated for this record until we had a really great summer uh, with lots of festivals and really like before COVID. And that gave me so much energy that, yeah, it, it's still working and it will come back to those great times. And yeah, so that's how the whole album came along. Just uh, it's all about, you know, positive vibes and get motivation to people and not to give up because happy times ahead. And the sound on the album is absolutely amazing. Um, can I, can you tell me who put the sound together for you? Yeah, sure. It's um, mainly Hannes. So our singer and not just songwriter, but also he's also the producer of the record. So for sure, he got my guitars and everything uh, almost finished just for for mixing, right? And uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's that much more easy uh, when it's all the same person. Because normally, you know, with a third party producer, you have to explain your sound and everything. And when it's the same person, it's all in one mind. So that's what's, what's making it really easy. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's also uh, great for the band that way because there's no uh, punching in the time clock and the like. Um, yeah, I want absolutely. to. Ask there's there's nobody there saying like, "Oh yeah, you you just paid me for that one hour. I'm I'm leaving now." <laughs> right. <laughs> I wanted to know if you could speak on the song "Coming Home." Yeah, sure. Uh, for me personally, this, you know, it's all about the melancholy when you're on tour and it's um, coming home for me is coming back home on, on stage because, I mean, we started this band when we were 10 years old and it's such a big part of our life, uh, playing live and doing live shows and seeing people and everything that this be 
this is just like missing a lot and that's why we did that record and also you know um that video for uh you can actually see our live production uh with all the stage lights and um the LED stairs and bridges and everything, which is our actually our really new stage. Um, we weren't that lazy during COVID. Uh, we sat together with our crew and uh, built up a completely new stage, which really, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, is on under the radar of uh, or under the uh, nutshell, bring back stadium rock. <laughs> right. And I wanted to ask you, uh, how did the song Yoko Ono come about? <laughs> well, Yoko Ono is uh, actually about a pretty um, toxic relationship. And probably everybody knows someone who is really toxic and just eats you up. Just like Yoko Ono did with John Lennon, right? And that's, right. Uh, and, and, it, and it also sounds pretty badass, so... That's yes, why. it does. <laughs> hey, uh, as soon as I heard that song, it reminded me of when uh, John said, uh, I'm going to go get ice cream and came back two years later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, my favorite song on the album is Voodoo Spell. Can you speak of that one? Yeah, sure. You know, Kiss and Dynamite is also sometimes about a darker side and more strange things and we're always searching for combining 80s stuff with modern sounds and i think that's a quite unique way to use a uh, um a talk box you know like bon jovi and guys did back in the days mm -hmm. so we thought yeah we need a, a, a talk box but in a more psycho way like um yeah and that's that's what it's all about in voodoo spell and actually, I really like the part uh, after the the guitar solo. It reminds me a little bit of Guns N' Roses back in their time, like kind of the Welcome to the Jungle thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was fun. If you had to pick your favorite track, what would it be and why? <laughs> well, um, I always measure songs in guitar solos. That's why it's definitely... No one dies a virgin. Mm. Just that, that that's my favorite guitar solo on that that album. <laughs> and uh speaking of the staging and everything, I know it's pretty hard, especially right now and with these times, but have you been able to put um any tour plans together whatsoever? Ah, too bad we couldn't yet. Because, you know, we don't want to uh, shout out concerts and get people to buy tickets and then cancel the shows again. Sure. That's why, I mean, there's lots of stuff getting planned in the background, but nothing is actually official yet. But I know uh, a lot of bands I've spoken with um, tell me that, you know, to do anything long term would be a too big of a hit money wise. So um, a lot of bands are doing, you know, scheduling 10 days at a time to see how to test the water and see how it goes yeah absolutely yeah it's 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 totally crazy uh, in in these times but i'm i'm pretty um positive that uh we'll do in a really big uh tour after the summer festivals 
So there's there's definitely no tour gonna happen before the summer festivals because um, you you know you just can't tell if it's gonna happen. And but I think after the summer festivals, uh, there will be COVID will be over. Fingers crossed. And we'll be going on tour and yeah, catching up with everybody. And I, I can't wait. You know, I miss all the people. It's crazy. And if you could give me your top three lead guitarists, who would they be? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. So the first one coming to my mind is definitely Steve Vai. He's just like a real big inspiration for me. But, you know, there's so many great guitarists out there that each time I go on YouTube, it, it, it needs to, it, it, uh, it influences me to, to pick up the guitar again. So Steve Vai is definitely number one for me. And well, whom else? Uh, Steve Lukather, because he's so tasty. He's like totally complete different, I think. Uh, and Ingvi Malmsteen. So all these three together, like the fast shredder, the tasty blues dude, and the alien Stefy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, could you tell me what was the defining moment for you that you realized that music was your path? Oh, that was back in 2000 or 2001, I think, when Andy, our former drummer, showed me a videotape of ACDC. And I'm sitting there, the 10-year-old boy, uh, still listening to German Schlager music and playing accordion. And he saw Angus Young on stage and he was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. um, from that very moment on, it was totally clear that this is my way. And I, I went back to my parents, actually, and I said, like, like you guys know ACDC? And they for sure, they laughed at me and said, mm. like, yeah, we tried to show you a couple of times. And, and I was like, oh, I can't remember, but I love it. And I want to have an electric guitar for Christmas. And, well, that's how the story goes. <laughs> and could you give me a history of the band? For sure. Um, you know, we started really young when we were like actually 10 years, 10 years old. So when I picked up the guitar, our first concert was just like a couple of months later on the schoolyard. And from that on, we played lots of youth clubs and on motorcycle meetings all around uh, southern Germany. And um, the band, like it's now, except of the drummer, um, we all started to playing together when we were like, 13 years old, 14, like 2005. And our debut record came out 2008, uh, Steel of Swabia. And to this day, uh, we uh, released seven studio albums, one live album. And yeah, we actually were the same lineup since last year. And then our drummer uh, went into a, yeah, he, he just wanted to do something else and something more bluesy, rock and rollish than our stadium rock thing. And we're still good friends. And, you know, when there's um, when there is one in the band who's not 100% behind it, it's sometimes hard. So uh, we got a new drummer, Sebastian, and now it's five still young people in their 30s. 
to wanted to conquer the world with their stadium rock and you know like like scorpions did back in the days just like with a little more freshness and that's well, uh, that's the 80s version <laughs> well with an album like this you are sure to do it thanks a lot man thanks a lot <laughs> what can fans look for next from the band well we can't wait to play live for sure and we want to do a whole uh, world tour we want to go everywhere and hopefully this is going to happen because you know that's what we live for you know everything for me doing records writing songs that's fine it's cool but it's all about playing live for me and for the other guys so we can't wait to put together a big rock show with lots of pyro technique and you know all that fancy stuff uh, that gives you a how that uh how Nikki Six said uh, give people a stadium rock show in a club. So this mm -hmm. is definitely going to last a couple of years until uh the next album will be released. But I mean, you know, thinking about the next album just when it's one week after the release of your latest, it's it's not something we do. <laughs> so we really oh, absolutely to play to play a lot of life and yeah, maybe shooting a couple more video music videos for the latest record. We'll see. But playing live is all all we're waiting for now. The guitar string road. Whose idea was that? <laughs> yeah, it, it came together with our graphic designer. He had a really good idea at the beginning, and so um, we just wanna. We had the title, you know, not the end of the road, and for sure there need to be something with the road, and yeah putting that all together with a guitar and actually you know it's an Ibanez guitar which uh, the guys at Ibanez really celebrated a lot because we're teamed up in 2015 I think so it's quite a while that we're together and you know they're awesome guitars and it's always great to give something back so I'm really happy that we have an Ibanez guitar on our front cover. <laughs> I owned an Ibanez guitar, and it had a uh, DeMarzo pickups. Do they still uh, use their pickups? Well, they have plenty, you know, um, but for sure they got them as well. Because I, 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 I like that crisp sound of the pickup. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. It's Yeah, I'm, I'm using mostly DeMarzo pickups, but lately uh, totally falling in love with the uh, what's it called again? The nail bombs. Um, uh, I gotta look it up because I always forget that name. I got a, a bare knuckle for sure. So, uh, bare knuckle is really nice pickup. And uh, if you could pick your proudest moment as an artist, what would it be? <laughs> hmm. That's a real tough one, but which comes to my mind immediately was Wacken Festival or probably even even more on my mind is Hellfest. It was back Hellfest back in 2013, I think. And you need to imagine on one stage, it was it was the main stage and we opened up and after us was Saxon, Whitesnake. Def Leppard, and there's one more. Uh, who was it? 
it, it wasn't Kiss. Kiss was the other day, but you know, it was just like all the heroes uh, mm -hmm. were after us on that stage. That was really, really impressive to share one stage with kind of your idols. And do you yourself have any hobbies beyond music? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, it, it got even, I had more time during COVID for, for my other hobbies. So I'm a passionate kite surfer. So I'm <clears throat> doing kite surfing all across the world. And, you know, I just love the feeling of flying. Uh, I'm always, uh, I actually wanted to be a pilot before becoming a musician. And uh, when I was 18, I uh, had the chance to go to the military uh, to fly jets or uh, become a musician. So I was like, oh, I get, become a musician first. And when I'm a rock star millionaire, I will buy myself a plane and be a pilot. <laughs> so let's see what the future holds in this case. Um, so yeah, kite surfing is one of my passions. And also, also something with flying actually is uh, FPV droning. So I'm building my own drones and crashing them a lot into trees and what else. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, shooting music videos, for example. Uh, like uh, the ones uh, we just brought out uh, this in last year of Kiss and Dynamite. I've, I've done all the, the drone shots, uh, like, for example, not the end of the road with a drift car and everything. So, yeah, that's really also quite a nice hobby, which also it's a nice thing to to bring into the band, you know. And... uh I'm coming over to eat. Um, what's your favorite meal? Favorite meal? Ooh, I, I love Chinese food. So all the Asian stuff is really, I like it all. <laughs> Definitely going for Asia food. And if you could go through uh, your time in the band, is there a funny road story that you could tell me? <laughs> yeah, for example, um, the Dragon Force Tour 2012 was one hell of a ride. It was like eight weeks all across Europe and it was the most shitty bus you can imagine. So, for example, um, the, the pressure for the door, which keeps it closed, was broken and uh, the machine turned on every five minutes and it was just like under my bed so i didn't <laughs> sleep sleep much in these eight weeks and we also had like almost 10 bus driver one was always drunk the other one we woke up and he was sitting outside and uh, crying over his ex-girlfriend and what else it was just a hilarious <laughs> you can't you, you couldn't script it better than how it all happened you know like one day we woke up and the bus driver was just gone <laughs> and stefan our bus player uh sat in uh sat there and drove the bus <laughs> like it was it was crazy and what's the best way to get merchandise for from the band for sure on our homepage. On our homepage, there's a shop link. And this is really like the closest 
way you can get your merchandise from us. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Never give up, be stronger, be more lovelier. You know, it's shitty times are shitty times, but there's always, uh, how you say, sun after the rain. And um, just a big shout out to everybody who is supporting artists, no matter who. And no matter how, you know, no matter if it's buying tickets to your show, the streaming concert tickets, whatsoever, merch, and for sure CDs, vinyl, and all that stuff, it all helps artists to live their dreams and to, you know, to spread some love. And it's always nice to get energy and to give energy back. And so that's why I want to shout out to everybody who still supports musicians and not just like thinking, yeah, it's all for free. Fuck them. So thanks a lot. Yeah, the years of uh, the million dollar contracts are gone. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you sure. know, you know, the best way to support your band is to get out there and see them and to uh, buy the shirts, get the CDs, get the physical copy Absolutely. and do all the all those things absolutely <laughs> well i wanted to thank you very much for taking time to speak with me it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you robert thanks a lot thanks for having me all the best to you thank you and you take care and please feel free to update me at any time of any new news once these uh tour dates come out i'd love to get them out there yeah absolutely i will have a good one. All right, you too. Cheers. Cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.